Episode 18, Fight or Flight. What choices do we truly have? Our fates nestled in the hands of drifting gods, are they nothing more than predetermined reckonings for the sins unknown? Moments of chance determined millennia before our own actuality. When the dragon flaps its wings, how does the world change? Is it with a flutter or with flame? Now roll your dice, play your cards, take your chances, find your path. Left or right, light the fuse. Let the gods see what you choose. That wasn't me trying to be anything different. It was when I'm running out of air. <laughs> Welcome back to Girls Who Don't D&D. I am your dungeon master, Corey, and with me are the girls... Indy playing Freya. Stacey playing Karin. Lana playing Morrigan. Let's smash through some quick shout-outs because I'm sure everyone listening is wondering what the hell happened after our episode 17 cliffhanger that only you, me, and Indy know about. I'm sick of being left out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sending some joy towards our lovely supporters tonight. This show is reasonably expensive to run at times, and our Patreon lovelies are making it possible for us to continue making episodes, but also squeeze a few extra ones in when time permits. Some of them send us wonderful messages that make it seem like like we deserve it. Uh, God, that feels good. So I'm going to say hey to some of those people who just reached out to make us feel good. So thank you to Jack and Alicia, but especially to Jack. But also to Alicia because, <laughs> well, she's a teacher and we like teachers. She teaches law. Uh, we're big teacher fans and we know that teachers are being screwed all over the world. Mm. Uh, so a shout out to, uh, to Jack and Alicia. Shout out as well to Phil and Isabel from New Jersey. Oh my gosh. I lo- you know that's mine and Jordan's favourite accents. That, uh, you've told me that story before. About- oh my God. We lost our shit when we were in New Jersey. <laughs> if you are a New Jersey fan, write to us and we'll see if you can get you to be a voice in the show. Uh, thank you as well to Such a Kitsch who reached out to us via Instagram and said... You're all fucking hilarious. <laughs> Guess what? Sucha, if that is your real name, you were raising <laughs> money for Mental Health Week or Mental Health in New Zealand. Which is such a good thing. All right. They were doing uh, an 11-kilometre run. So you know what we did? I didn't tell you guys we did. I should, probably oh. should have checked with you. We supported her. We sent her some money. Oh, oh nice. I You're know. welcome. Yeah. So, you know, Mental Health, we love that. So we, um, we helped out a little bit on that one. Anyway, if you uh, are out there on our socials, any of the socials that Elon hasn't stuffed up yet, um, just write back to us, say hi, and um, we'll see if we can solve the world's problems piece by piece. Girls, who do you want to shout out? I'm going to shout out to Becky Keith. Um, she listened to our show in three days, and I know that when I love something so much, I binge it like nothing else. So it's nice to see that someone loves our show that much. It's pretty massive, isn't it? Three Dude, days. I know. <laughs> Did Stays. you eat? I'm going to Please stop for food. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, get back to us. Did you eat? <laughs> um, I'm going to shout to like Orion's belt and they have said all I need is three things to live God music and a good episode of Girls Who Don't Dungeons and Dragons Aww. <laughs> I take two out of three what a- <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome um, I'd like to shout out Wolf of Odin um, they <laughs> have just discovered our show um, I've picked them because they live in a um, place that I can only assume is based on the Princess Diaries Themopolis Wyoming uh, for those of you that get that, you are <laughs> one of my people. Um, he also has a glorious beard and recently um, was supporting Purple Day for um, epi- epilepsy awareness. And my brother has epilepsy. So, yay. Love you. Uh, I don't support Purple Day because I'm colorblind and I just <laughs> generally support it accidentally. <laughs> Quite often. I have many purple shirts that I didn't realise were purple. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I haven't said this in a while. I guess I just assumed it in recent episodes. But, ladies, are you ready to play? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's just three girls, a dragon, and a handful of dice. Some guys telling stories, I'm sure they'll be nice. There will be monsters, monsters, and magic, and fire, and ice. But it's mostly three girls, a dragon, and dice. We join the girls in a rather precarious position, inside the evilest cliché for a villain's lair, a hollowed-out volcanic rupture hidden within a dark castle. Before them stands the strangely good-looking and rather healthy-looking father of Shea of Mint, Lord Caradryl, the stepfather of our lovable rogue, <laughs> who has already done his evil mini-monologue after beating the beard off Freya's newly discovered stepfather, the barely-living dwarf Fanati. If that wasn't enough drama for you, just remember the girls are standing amongst the statues representing Caradryl's last 20 or so wives, which are slowly being drained of their souls, which, subsequently, and in turn, furthermore, hereafter, and sign under the dotted line, are being used to raise <laughs> the queen of many names, although mostly known here as... Minty, Minty bitch. bitch. At the end of our last episode, Stacey and Alana had to step outside so that Indy could do one of the things that they still don't know she can do. And trust me on this... It kills them that we do this because they know something's up but can't prove anything. And on saw some cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Just like watching that footage back. <laughs> Aha! I got you! <laughs> we should have used microphones, not just cameras. <laughs> As you can hear, they are now back with us. So, ladies, could you both just step back out again, please? Ah. Because we haven't finished that bit. As for the audience, hopefully you know what Freya has just done. But if you don't, what are you doing here? Go back, listen to the previous episode. But here we go. Okay, Freya, you've just tried to negotiate a solution with, or at, Lord Keradril. <laughs> you have just used, or tried to use, Bellox, or is it Bellosh, power word kill. We didn't find out what happened. <laughs> There's an envelope in front of you. It's sealed. As the music increases the tension. And while we sit here and wait for an incredibly long <laughs> time, could you please open the envelope? Okay, here we go. <laughs> it says, nothing happens. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> really? What if I just changed what it says? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know what it says. I wrote it. <laughs> it does nothing? Uh, it actually says nothing happens, but the result is the same. Lord Caradryl is still standing. Completely unhurt. <sighs> it does tell you how powerful he is, though. It does, yeah. As I say, we've learnt that. Well, you've learnt that. The girls don't see the you casting this, which that. is probably in your favour because they're not here. But we'd better call them back. Hello! And we're back. And we're back. So, what happens? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. Nothing. We left for no reason. No, nothing happened. Awesome. Love that. I guess <laughs> I got my steps up today. <laughs> And we just had Freya's turn, uh, which will take us to Karin. So I'm actually at the t- hourglass right now. Uh, you're not quite there. You, you were over to one side of things, but you're on your way to that. Yep. Um, I already put on my Lord Petty's gauntlet, didn't I? Yes, you did. So I'm going to hold up my finger and be like, oh, you're going to kill him? Make you be a big man? Oh, you big machine man? You're going to kill this little guy? Maybe make you feel big? You fucking idiot. And then he's going to come to me. Uh, he says, I've already killed the rest of you. 
And you're right, he does ignore Fanati and starts to move towards you. Like, oh, is that meant to upset me? That was 400 years ago. I have moved on. And then I throw my axe down like, you dumb idiot. Two things. One, let's see if it hits. Uh, so roll me a normal attack. Five. It flies towards him. It does hit. It just doesn't do anything. It almost clangs back to the ground. Uh, he is extremely heavily armoured. Now, you can recall that back to your hand. Every single time you do this, it might fail. So we're getting pretty close to 50-50. Cool. I'm like, whatever, that was a warning shot. I meant to do that. And I call it back. What did you roll? A 13. It does come back to your hand this time. Um, I'm going to attempt to throw a command at this giant man. Okay, yep. Talk me through it. Um, this is... I'm, my, I'm going to attempt to um, command him to flee. Target spends its turn moving away from you by the fastest available means. And it's a wisdom saving throw of 15. Okay. Um, how many spells you got left? Um, this is a first level spell. I have two first level spells okay. left. So what did he have to beat? Sorry? Uh, wisdom saving throw of 15. He does not. What was your command? Flee. For a moment, he backtracks. He doesn't flee as much as you would like him to, but he does step backwards from where he came, back into the hallway. But he looks very confused by this. He thinks I'm my evil half, doesn't he? Oh, definitely thinks that there's only one Morrigan. Yeah. Excellent. Love that. <laughs> Excellent. Can I, can I try to drag Fanate away? Yep. He's walked away from him, so you can definitely do that. Yep. Where do you want to take him? Um, towards the circle. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, everyone's going into the circle. We've got high expectations on this circle. Well, no, because we've got to figure something out in there. I just, like, I've got to get over there, but I don't want to leave old mate to die. As you're dragging him away, uh, he says in his perfect Scottish uh, accent, I just want to bring that up again. He doesn't slip in his fake accent for even a minute. No, while he he's holds dying. it together. He's nearly dead, but he's like, we never give up our accent. <laughs> <It's terrible. laughs> and you're like, it's getting worse every time you speak. We'll never I... give up our accent. <laughs> You'll never take all freedom accents. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, he just says, don't be a fool. Run. Uh, now we are back to Caradral who's going to try and shake off your command. Does he just have to shake it off or it just takes a whole turn until it comes back to you? Um, it actually spends his turn, so that's it. Sweet. That's I guess. why I love it. Yay. Wait, how do you get his attention if I'm... He still wants to get to you, but now he's, he's got to back away first and then he's got to charge back towards you. <laughs> so it has helped. Uh, spends his whole turn. So he continues to walk back out of the room he busted his way into. <laughs> yeah. Embarrassingly, a little awkward for him. He's not really sure why he's doing this. <laughs> but that is his turn. Uh, the Acolytes are nearby. One of them is now trying to have a shot at Freya. And he misses. They're not particularly skilled, I mentioned that. Two of them are trying to have, are still trying to get you, Morrigan. The love of God. Uh, they both miss. And two of them are still trying to hit Karin. <laughs> they all miss. That is, uh, that is, that's an 11 on Karin, so I know it doesn't hit. Huzzah. <laughs> uh, the good news is they do look embarrassingly pathetic at this. And they are. Uh, back to Freya. So my plan was to try and help Fanati as well. Um, but I'm also going to, I'm going to go and help Morrigan drag him away. Yeah. And while doing that, I'm going to ask him two questions. Okay. <laughs> First sure. of all, yes. got any hot tips on how to kill this guy? Second of all, how do we stop the... Actually, three questions. How do we stop these souls in this circle situation? And three, where's mum? First thing he says is, I failed you. I failed your mother. He took her. 
you obviously know now that the statue we were looking at was, is your mother. Um, it's even holding the book that she had, the one that's the most important one, that's also been turned to stone. So she's dead. Fanati doesn't know that. He doesn't know what that means, but he's never seen anybody come Return. back from that. No. He also knows one other thing. You can't kill him when he controls time. And when he says that, you can see, even though he's moved so much further away now, Caradryl has also got one of those armbands uh, on him. His isn't damaged, though. Same sort of thing the Ringmaster had. And Fanati says, that's how he controls time. So if I, get, if I break that or try and get that off him... Grabs your hands and says, Don't want the day we met to be your last day. So run. Get to the sea. Are we really just going to have to abandon them? I'm not going to... No. 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 We've got half a puzzle. You can't leave me with half a puzzle. Oh, I really can. Do I still have an action move? You've done your movement, but now you have your attack if you want it. Okay. Can we take him with us? Can I use my booming blade and my sneak attack? Lord Keridor has moved further away, so he's out of range. That's probably for the best. Okay. Can I throw my booming blade and try and hit his arm? You can try, but I warn you, you're throwing away your sword. You don't have the ability to pull it back. But will I... Can I get it on the way out? I guess. <laughs> sure. But we've forgotten things before, like Maple. <laughs> yeah. And Corey never forgets when we forget. really want to stop that, though. I don't want to go. It feels like we've accomplished nothing. Yes. And we said to that mum who was we've looking after her kid that we would help and get rid of them. I don't want to leave. I promised. We promised. The Wraiths, for there are many more than one, rarely mention the crime for which they are eternally punished. But crime it was. A transgression of sorts, at least. Now they mend misdeeds made, an endless guardianship earned, one without redemption offered. Keep the children safe. The needs of the Lord seemed innumerable. He sacrificed the joys of those he controlled to feed his own infirmity. Such is the way of despots and dictators, those who measure their value in coin and influence. He wrenched life loose from those who served in fear, either through souls given or time taken. Of course, none would join the service of such a beast unless, unless they saw no other way to save those they loved, to save those to whom they gave life. Now the men and women who lost Keratul's wars, or died to bring life to his crooked dominion, bound themselves to the children, but also kept the souls flowing into the blight a transgression of sorts. One wraith saw a way free of such binds and swore to return her people to the ways of kindness from which their love had taunt them. But we can help no one if we're dead. And if we can get to... But what's at the sea? Well, maybe we can use, like... If you say that out loud, Fanati just says, Safety. But, but maybe we can get to the library... We can try and find the books and the information, more people to help us. I don't think we can do this on our own. And look, this hasn't been for nothing. We have we have theoretically helped save Tharsa because we've gotten we've met Fanati, we've gotten the apothecary to make the thing and to send it to mm-hmm. That's true. The darkness of the tunnels still lingered. Alone now, the tiny mouse carried the weight of the world upon weary muscle. Days would pass before he would meet his goal, but days did not remain. Deep within the husk of the mountain god, Stucker and Thassa grew aware that their hold on Limbo was weakening. Only moments would pass, but as the poison reached deeper, seconds crept by Thassa's temporal grasp. 
The wondrous women of the Nine Lives Guild would suddenly accelerate and move, their voices finishing sentences, their children sliding free of Stocker's shell. And then Thossa would find it within her dying frame to focus again, and all would stop. But in the distant black of the cavern, light glinted from thousands of eyes closer again. And still the heart of the mountain god threatened to beat, its reviving feast of souls bound behind a failing seal. And so the mouse moved closer, tiny footsteps pattering through shadow, ever unaware that time and space waited. All right, so our next move is going to be actually trying to flee. I think we're going to have to come back here at some point. I don't think... There's so many places we have to go back to and get to. The lighthouse, the library, the fucking souls. I know. Well, you haven't been to most of them. Exactly, that's the point. We can't ever get to them. If we flee, do you think we're able to take Fanati with us? If there was any way you could heal him just slightly, yeah, I'm sure you could. I mean, he can move. I'm out of berries, I think. I can't use them anymore. I've got a healing spell. You can ask him to run. All right, I'm going to th- throw my sword. Okay, give me a d20. <laughs> Please don't do that. It's a five. Uh, <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> it really does. It, it doesn't really get that close to him, to be honest. You've just thrown it, it at his feet. I was very confident. He reaches down. Grabs my sword. And looks at it. He goes to pick it up and doesn't bother. He thinks his own sword is better. Well, that means we have to get his sword. Well, it doesn't mean that, but I mean... <laughs> <laughs> but that sounds nice too. <laughs> All right. Plan? I can either use a spell, heal Fanati, and we can get out of here with an extra person. Or... I can throw a chromatic orb of acid at his bracelet. I hope that. that it works. Hope that I roll and I hit. And we're going to have to leave Fanati behind because we won't be able to face this guy. With or without time bracelet, we aren't able to face this guy. I was wondering if he uses his little time thing that everybody gets hurt. He just flickers back in time. He could. And it doesn't happen. Like if that's how he's never getting hurt, like all damaged, and he looks perfect and young and gorgeous. That does all sound possible. He is not at all threatened by you. I can see that. <laughs> oh. I think we're going to have to take Fanati and go. Yeah. Okay. Who's got some healing? Because I, I, I do. I'm out of everything. I'm going to um, use a third level cure wounds for him, which is 3d8 plus 4. And we're going to try and drag him out. And that's 17 plus um, 4. That's pretty good. Yeah, I was going to use it on myself because i got five health, but uh, being selfless here. Uh, his eyes spring back into life and he pushes back up and he's ready to go. We need to get out of here, Fanati, and if you can help us in any way, do that. We need you. We need help. We can't do this on our own anymore. We need an exit plan. Follow me. I'm going to get my sword, though. <laughs> That's at Lord Carradle's feet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use my stealth. I told you not to throw it. <laughs> well, it's stealthy is where you are. Where you're going to, you'll have to stand out in the middle of everything. It is back to your turn, though. The good news is he's still backing away. You will get to that if you want to. It'll just yep. put him closer to him. So That's you're going to run over and grab that sword. I'm going to run over, grab my sword, and then run towards the door and follow them. You can't do anything else, though, and everyone else can move now. Karin, you're up. Let's go, girls. And we're out of here. And Fanati. We're running. We're gone. Caridal's still pissed off at you, though, because you gave him the finger. So he's going to charge after you in particular. I just want to make that clear. Morrigan. What would you like to do? Fanati's coming with us. Are you coming with us, Fanati? Yes. Oh, he's f- oh, we're following him. Never mind. <laughs> I said. He's actually pointing the direction you should run, so. I'm following the finger. Uh, okay, that takes you back into the Tunnel of Brightness. So, uh, Morrigan, Fanati, and 
and uh, Karin, you're in first. Um, Freya, you're off about 30, 40 metres behind them, trying to keep up. That's all right. Um, on your way, as you're hurtling out of this room, you now see the wraith from before. The wraith from the fo- before is watching. Ooh. It would seem that she'd been, um, been checking what your intentions were. The knight is standing nearby as well, but clearly less convinced, perhaps persuaded by the wraith, to at least give you the benefit of the doubt. She beckons you towards her. This way! <laughs> Creepy. Uh, give me a perception check. Twelve. Plus three. Fifteen. Thirteen. You notice that Caradrill is quite wary of the wraith and the knight, but they mm. are also reasonably wary of him. They don't seem as afraid as you guys do because you're running, but they also aren't charging towards him. Hmm. Ooh. Hmm, he that, says. That is wondering. interesting. And curiouser. And curiouser. And curiouser. The Wraith and Fanati appear to be aiming you towards the same path and you hurtle along. You can't see Caradrill chasing you, but you can hear his armour clamouring behind. <laughs> in a really, like, menacing way or in a really clumsy menacing. way? Like, oh, my God, wouldn't it be so funny? <laughs> like, like a couple of tins on some string behind someone. <laughs> it's so funny. It sounds like he, he just failed. got married. Although he didn't. No. no he no. almost did. He had the tins ready. <laughs> <laughs> he failed his stealth check. All the acolytes are so disappointed. <laughs> uh, you, have, you have no idea where you are now. Uh, all your trust is in the hands of these two people uh, or beings, whatever they are. And you have no idea no real sense of how long you've been running. My calves hurt. Do my feet hurt? Perception. Permanently your feet. This has been an aching... We've been <laughs> running around these heels, Ennis. <laughs> Karin, as you run down the path, the knight steps in front oh of you. Oh, God. The knight from before. Uh, what do you do? The one that was protecting the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's ghostly. You can just power through him. Yeah, first of all, though. He's a knight, so you know I'm not going to pass this opportunity up. <laughs> <laughs> He's a man in armour. <laughs> I'm like, hey. How you doing? <laughs> we have to stop meeting like this. <laughs> uh, he says, I'm sorry I misjudged you. Oh, I'm sorry we... I misjudged you. Oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he suddenly gets flirtatious. He's been nothing but stern so far. Now he's just, you know, getting the moves on. We share an enemy. <laughs> As this sexual tension. <laughs> <laughs> um... He says, follow me, follow me. We will join the others. Everyone's escaping, but he wants to... Oh, God. Now I'm worried about the next thing he says. He wants to show you something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he does. I'm following him, but I'm already unbuttoning my top. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't have buttons before. It now has buttons. Put some buttons in so this moment will be more sensual. Oh, God. (laughs) You did this to yourself. I do, but look at what I would have to say next. Do you want me to say it? No. (laughs) (laughs) You must come quickly. <laughs> oh, it's been 400 years. So that might not be a problem. It's probably going to be. <laughs> Sometimes oh. it's like you can't write this stuff except that you did. Because there was nothing wrong of it beforehand. <laughs> anyway, he says, um, he, uh, yes, we will join the others. You have my word or what remains of my word, he says. All right, let's go um, an insight check. Yeah, all right. Give me an insight check. 18. Uh, he definitely appears quite trustworthy. Is he into me? He also appears a little interested. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's also been a little while for him. <laughs> what a good night. <laughs> um, I don't like splitting up, but 
let's not split up. We missed this last time. I think I need to know what he knows. He doesn't take you by the hand or anything. He's not that forward, but he uh, he starts to lead you down uh, yet another secret path. And it's becoming apparent now this place is a, a, a maze of secret paths. It's not that sort of secret <laughs> path. It's a sex dungeon, isn't it? We're going to a, se- it's a an actual, sex dungeon. <laughs> an actual dungeon, which can also be used as a sex dungeon. It's <laughs> the advantage of any dungeon. But uh, like before this time, there are windows looking out over like an amphitheatre. And At this you, point, I'm actually taking my boots off. <laughs> Keep going, though. <laughs> uh, you're in for a bit of a shock now. Um, this amphitheatre is not empty like the one that was before. This time you see stretching from end to end, numbering in the thousands, uh, the clockwork golems uh, that overtook your world, that destroyed your people. Hey, it's like the opposite of an aphrodisiac. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, okay, I think I may have misread a situation the here. boots are going back on. <laughs> I was getting some very mixed signals. <laughs> uh, you turn back to see, um, you see the knight now, and you can notice on his armour that he does have some of the similar markings to the knights down below, mm-hmm. uh, to the armoured beasts down below anyway. He's not exactly the same, but there are similar markings on it. He bows his head, uh, and you hear the voice from the book again. And his, and his armor, armor was, was dark, dark now. now. He lacked any glee. There was, there was always, always a monster. monster. And, and the monster was me. <gasps> He's one of them. Oh, goosebumps. Oh, that's good. So good. He says to you, the army leaves to join the others in 10 days. You must find our creator, the Krujian. Can you spell that? <laughs> he stows down and spells it for you. K-R-U-J-I-A-N-E. Krujian. Yeah, okay. We've got plenty of time here. There's certainly no one chasing us. All right. Yeah. Um, or, <laughs> or we will be bound to fight again. Gotcha. Yep. Anything else? The problem is now that there is actually someone chasing you and you can hear the Lord Caradral tumbling to, down the corridor following you, getting closer and closer. The knight points towards the, I guess, I'm going to say exit. It's really just another window. Yeah. He turns to face Caradral. It doesn't look as though he's going to fight him. He hasn't pulled a weapon out or anything like that, but he turns as if to stand there. I turn into a spider and I'm like, jump on, babe. You, We're getting you out of here. You would if you could, but you have no have more. I, ever t- I had a you rest. You used them all. I, we rested. No, we didn't. We rested. Not for this, but you didn't. We definitely rested. No, you didn't. Yeah, we did. You both know nothing. Fine, I put him on my back <laughs> and I jump out the window and he's, I'm like, let's he's go. He's not going to ride you. Why? <laughs> I feel what awkward about it. <laughs> he still has a child to protect. Oh, ugh, everyone and their kids. My my husband's the same. <laughs> um, okay. That also might, puts him off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm like, I think we're done here. Just not done forever. You know what I mean? Oh. I'm like, we'll pick this up later. Put a pin in it. I'm like, pin this, and then I give him a wink, flick my hair, put my boots back on, put do my top back up. I jump out the window and run. Oh, you jump out just in time. I gave you a bit more time. I was waiting for a gap to say that the gauntlet from Lord Caradral was flinging through the air like you've experienced before. But you are gone. You hear it smash into the window behind you and leap out the window, which probably you should have checked before you just jumped out from whatever story you're on. That's all right. You're good? Feather fall. fall. (laughs) Can I feather fall? No. You don't have that. (laughs) If she gets that, I want that. (laughs) So is Indy the only one that has that? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, then I can cast Featherfall to you. Yeah, but she's nowhere nearby. But, uh, but if you... I think it hard enough, it'll happen. <laughs> it's how wishes are made true. <laughs> we are so screwed. Well, apparently not. <laughs> uh, we'll cut back to the girls and we'll come back to you in a second. With Karin heading off with the night, uh, the Wraith starts to try and get your attention, Oregon, uh, and says, Come with me. There is something I must show you. 
And I am going to roll insight because I ain't no fool. <laughs> 20! <laughs> Shit. Um, yes, you, you thoroughly believe this person. Uh, or this wraith. When you look at this wraith, you think this is a wraith that would die for something that they believed in. Uh, and if that included you, it would be you. I've proved myself. Uh, I did say if. If. <laughs> if. If. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's just leave the if hanging there for a second. Uh, but it heads off down the corridor. Are you following? I'm leaving the girls if I follow? Well, Karin's already gone. Oh. So I'm just abandoning Freya on her own. Freya's with Fanati. Freya's, yeah. Oh. You got nothing else to do. Just and Caradriel's tumbling along after one of you. Later, guys. <laughs> I guess. Uh, Psychic to us. It's fine. Catch you later. It's you are actually still pretty close to each other, even though this is a bit of a maze. So you can still talk to each other between walls. You're going through all different directions, and you very quickly don't know where you are again. Although at least it is familiar to before. The wraith takes you back to the room with the girl. That's um, a long way. It is, and when you get there, there is another wraith, and it leaves. Oh, were they looking after the kid while they were gone? Babysitting, yes. Oh. <laughs> she quickly hands her about $10.50. Yes, I was say, do you pay the babysitter? <laughs> she does. She underpays her babysitter that she leaves. Oh. Uh, she turns to you and says, are you ready to do this again? Is it going to hurt? Only as much as it did last time. So, yes. Slightly less now that I have more permission. <laughs> okay. So, I relax. I try to focus on relaxing like I do when I get my blood pressure taken. Relax. <laughs> uh, you Go feel You feel the race tendrils, wisps uh, digging inside your mind. Ew. And when she's doing that, it doesn't feel like before. Not exactly the same as before. Before, she found some things that weren't just you. Uh, <gasps> this time, she seems to be looking for those things. I think she's realised who you really are and she's looking for someone else. She can see Evil Morrigan's memories. She can. That's awesome. And I'm going to ask you to play Queen Morrigan right now because this is what's going through Queen Morrigan's mind right now. Make her British. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> if you ask me to play Evil Karin, I'd make her British. <laughs> evil Karin. Not, like, not proper British, like Cockney British. <laughs> What's going on here then? What's going on there, <laughs> Holly go lightly. And I gotta really focus on not accidentally being British. Don't be British. <laughs> Alright, evil. Evil. I feel you, Wraith. Burrowing. I do wonder why, though. What is it you are looking for? Are you still begging for redemption? There is no such thing for those who would give so much so freely. How are the children? Safe, I would say. Wasn't that the price of your dark secrets? To think you gave him the secret and he trapped you with your love. He never even wanted the children. Ah, no, Wraith. I won't let you see inside. Ah, my mother? That's why you are digging? That submissive indignity? Why? Do you wish to see her waste away as I have? Or do you wish to see what I did with her soul? Ah, no, I will not let you see. And then you see Menteith's hand, and you recognize it from before because you can see the tattoo in his palm. Uh, the palm, uh, the tattoo is the mark of your family, the one you copied down last time you saw him. The flowers. The flowers, yes. So we're not quite sure what flowers. There are five flowers of generic names. He is passing the gem 
softly glowing gem into the hands of Queen Morrigan. Time fades away for a moment and a new memory starts and Queen Morrigan's hand is now reappearing, placing that gem with others in the bag. Time fades again and then you see the bag being passed from Queen Morrigan to another hand, more of a paw really, um, like a black fur. And you see that lead up to the female face, a Leonin-like Dutch. Ooh, is she cute? Well, she has her own pirate hat. I don't know if that makes it cute. So cute. It, yeah. That's cute. <laughs> That'll do. Look, she owns her look. Let's put it that way. Okay. She's not, she's not accidentally looking Some like braids? This. Uh, sure, why not? All right. Um, <laughs> braided Leonin fur. I'm imagining her like Penelope Cruz in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's Cat, yes, Cat she Penelope would rock Cruz. that. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right, we got it. Yeah. Okay, so yes, yeah, she's played by Penelope Cruz. Excellent. And then you hear Queen Morrigan's voice. You'll be serving the Queen well to make sure these find their way to Dutch. And then the memory is gone, and the wraith is standing there before you. Dutch is in before, before the ship, as in the gems that I have, as in I have my mother. That's what it would appear to be. So I have my mother. I have the rune to raise my mother. I just need, I assume, her body or a willing host. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Sorry, sorry, that might have been Dark Morrigan there. The Wraith looks at you. The Wraith says, there's always a little bit of residual. Uh, (laughs) No, the Wraith looks at you now and says, you must leave. Run, but you must come back. Yes, I must help save the the wives. All of us. All of you. You must save all of us. No pressure. Yep. Okay. Leave. <laughs> Just leave. Uh, bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, and you are outside away. the room. You, from where you are now, you can find your way back fairly quickly. You can go Out up the stairs, the... down a corridor, secret corridor. Pull still there. the lever, crunk. Pull the lever. Yeah. And opens up the portcullis, and you are now back out where the pod race was. And in the distance, you hear a rumble. Let's leave that rumble there and jump over to Freya. Yay. Freya. <laughs> <laughs> you are hurtling along down this corridor. You can hear uh, Keridal's clinking and clanking. He hasn't gone after you, but Fanati doesn't seem to care. Uh, he is trying to grab your hand as he runs. Uh, can I do a perception check to see what's around me, like a bit of an escape route? Yep, sure, give me a perception check. It's a 9 plus 2, so 11. Honestly, the, the corridors all look very similar in this place. At least Fanati is in front of you trying to trying to get you to go with him. But this corridor looks exactly the same as all the other ones you've been in so far, except for the ones that stood out for being too bright, too dark, those How far is Keridor? Keridor. Only by the sounds. It does seem like Keridor did not come your way. No guarantees on that one. Okay. I'm going to follow Fanati and try and grab his hand. When you grab his hand, it seems to inspire him to take even more speed. He says, I may have failed your mother. But I won't fail you. Oh, thanks, stepdad. <laughs> I still can't get around it, but I'm trying. You can be like, I'm not calling you dad. <laughs> yeah, not gonna call you dad. There's always time. No rush. We've only just met. <laughs> yeah. His pace slows a little bit. It's almost he's, he's getting a little tired. But the corridors, he's looking around. He seems a bit confused and lost a little bit. As I said, everybody who's ever in these spots finds themselves struggling with where they are. Okay. There seems to be some light in the distance. Can I ask him some questions? Yeah, he's not that out of breath. Okay. Um, how long have you and my mother been together? Oh, years. At least two years. What? Did you say years and then follow it with at least two years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The very minimum requirement to be years. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I know there have been at least two anniversaries. <laughs> I missed one of them. <laughs> and Caradraw doesn't know about you two. Well, he does now. Even now he wouldn't know. Why was he trying to kill him then? I was your mother's bodyguard. I was assigned to her by Caradraw. And you took that role very seriously. (laughs) (laughs) You're making it sound like there was a movie once called The Bodyguard. Your mother was an amazing, an amazing singer. (laughs) And I'm a mid-range actor. (laughs) That's so harsh on Kevin Costner, mid-range. He's great. I know. Would his Scottish accent be as good as mine? Doubt it. No. Probably. (laughs) Um, How long has mum been here, though? I've only known her for four years. So she might have been... Here before that. There was a bodyguard before me. They weren't married. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to him? Well, Caradron nearly found his way through once. The guard gave his life to save hers. <sighs> I would willingly do the same. That's nice and all. But <laughs> <laughs> I love how like when Alana finds out something about her game past, she's like, oh my god, my mother and like we meet our parents and like, hey. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. hey, hubby. In fairness, Freya's getting quite used to it now. I know, I'm meeting a lot. Oh, hey, Dad. <laughs> Another which one? one? Are you, which one are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so have you got any insight on how we A, kill Caradryl, B, stop the spirit things above? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, the, the, the soul blight. Yeah, that. I feel like that is bad. It's very bad. Your mother was working on something. She had a plan. She had a book too. Alasaway's book. Yes. Yes, that's where the plan came from. Now when you think back to when you saw your mother's statue, you recall something that didn't register too much at the time. You recall seeing the stone book in in the statue's hands. Book in the statue? Do you think we can get it out? Oh, I don't know about such things. What do you know, Finati? Hmm. Well, I know there's another book. Oh. There's always another book. At the library? The oh. library has a copy of everything ever written. Maybe we need to go to the library. How do we get there? Let's get out of this place first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not getting a transition to the library. Oh, oh we're at the library. Yay, the library. Yay. <laughs> that was so easy. Yay, what a game. Quest yeah, done. Not so much. Uh, and you, uh, you do see that in the distance this little exit little light does open out a little bit. Um, it is like a window again, and you can see down now outside of the castle, uh, looking down into where the pod race occurred. Okay. Dad, where do we go? <laughs> now it's done. Yeah. I've been I waiting. Something. <laughs> I've been waiting for this opportunity for quite some time. I've been looking forward to seeing the word Dune. We're going Dune. Dune. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because, as we know, the Scottish dwarves uh, only think they know how to say words. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts lowering himself outside the window. Okay. Have I got any feather falls left? <laughs> Don't worry about it, Dad. Just jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I've used them all. You have no feather falls left. I have no. Although I'm going to get my rope, my trusty old rope. Trusty rope. That everyone has in D&D. That yes. we all do yeah, have. It seems to be the most useful thing it's that we own. 20 or 30 feet. It's 50. It's 50 feet. It's 50 feet. <laughs> I take that back. Um, all right. I'm going to tie it around. Okay. <laughs> you tie it around. You do find something you can lock it on to. Uh, a broken candelabra on the uh, side of the wall, something along those lines. And it's just spitting out really bad lines. And uh, give me a dexterity check <laughs> to see if you can make it down. I'll roll for Fanati and see if he falls to his doom. 
No, Fanati is very safe. Rolling a 17. So I've got 11 plus... Four. 15. Ooh. And you are also capable of lying yourself down. Yay. Uh, But... I'll give you one chance to do the cool thing they do in the movies that I never understand. You know they, they do that thing where they've got the rope tied in and they just flick their wrist oh, and the whole yes. rope comes down? Otherwise, you are leaving your rope behind. Oh, no. Okay. Which is apparently more devastating to you than finding, you know, than losing your mother earlier. <laughs> Not my rope as well. <laughs> I'm losing everything in this game. Um, give me, I don't know, a dex check on that one as well. What'd you roll? I'd love to say a crit, but it's a one. The rope will not come loose. Ah, my rope! It's not an elven rope, clearly. No. Oh, it's cost you your rope. I'm so attached to that. Also, also earlier, your mother was, you know, a statue. I know, but my but rope. The rope's more, <laughs> <laughs> more emotion around the rope. I know. <laughs> At the corner of your eye, you see uh, the tank pod racer coming flying around the corner, and in the back is Craig. And he's yelling Craig. and screaming. He looks like he's out of control. He does not know what he's doing. Uh, Craig yells out. I'm not slowing down, eh? Get in. Okay, give me a dex check again. And we'll see if you can get in the back of this thing. I'm going to roll for Fanati as well. Oh, dear. Looks like neither of us are going in. I got 10. And Fanati got a 5. Uh, Fanati falls face down the dirt. And you see that <laughs> you see that pod racer hurtle a little bit further away from him. I'm loving the word hurtle tonight. Yeah. My word of the week. Word of the week, hurtle. It is getting away from you. Oh. At another exit nearby, you can see Morrigan also coming out of the portcullis. And again, Craig, Hi. Yell, Craig yells out, I'm not slowing down, hey. That was Scottish. You're going to say it again in Kiwi. Oh. I'm not slowing down, hey. That was it. Thank you. Can, can I get in? Can I jump in? What I do don't I know. To... Let's find out. Okay, so he's swinging past. He's, he's flying. As I said before, hurtling. Hurtling. I don't know what happened there. Sorry. <laughs> Do I need to prove myself? Yes, indeed. Unless you've got another method. Mm, no. Okay. Dex? Dex it is. If that's what you, you haven't told me what you want to do yet. Oh, You're going to Dex in. <laughs> I would Dex like step. to... I would just like to, like, dive headfirst into the car. Yeah, that, that sounds deadly if you miss. So let's see what happens. True. I do have five hit points. Okay. You're basically jumping into a moving vehicle front on. Yeah, but like I feel like I have to jump higher to jump feet first. All right, I think I've seen basketball players do this. Uh, trying to jump a moving car. Give me a dex check. I you am. know what? I'm sorry. At disadvantage. This is... Oh, <laughs> you know she can't roll. I know, but I mean, she's jumping into a vehicle coming towards her. Oh, this is... she's only got five hit points. I, well, I can't fix everything. I am a basketball player. If this <laughs> is how she fucking dies, that'd be classic Morrigan. It is classic Morrigan way to die. <laughs> I thought I was going to go by Vermin. Um, not much of a disadvantage. It's a six and a seven. Plus one. Seven. Uh, yes, you get absolutely cleaned up by this thing. Yeah. Yeah, belted to the ground. Just think before I speak. Yeah, you are going to take... Oh, I rolled a one. I rolled a d6. Oh, lucky. You took one point oh, of damage. Oh, God. But this time, Craig slows down. Because uh, he thinks he's killed you. <laughs> 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 he slows down and, and jumps out. He pulls, he's, brings everything to a stop. Jumps out to see if you're okay. Uh, he's swearing his head off. I've got road rash on my nose. <laughs> Bloody hell. What, what, what are you trying to do? Come on, get in. You're the one that wouldn't slow down. We've got to get out of here. If he okay, sees me, ca- I'm dead. I get in the car. Sorry. If he sees me, I'm dead. Dead. Perfect. There we go. I've learned a lot from watching Star Wars. <laughs> it's a joke just for the Star Wars people. Got it. 
good. Uh, Morgan, what was your plan there? I'm, I'm going to gently slide into the cart. Freya. Well, now the cart's stopped. You could probably make it as a dash. Yep. I'm going to do a quick dash, but I'm also going to use my acrobatics to <laughs> jump in. Add a little flair. All right. Fanati's, what are you doing, woman? <laughs> and just runs. He's in. Because if you don't roll well here, Craig's just going to fly that thing Indy. up. Just lie, He doesn't check. I'm, no, I'm seeing it. I can see your face. <laughs> I'm so bad at lying. What did you roll? I rolled a two. Well, plus, I guess Freya's not coming. Plus ten. You've pulled up short. <laughs> you just pulled a hammy. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Now Fanati's in the back of the of the tank. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, there's the Morrigan. I'm loving this because this might get rid of all your ropes. Um, have you got any rope? <laughs> Not if you're going to get rid of it. Oh, um, we can leave it behind if you no, want. No, yes, I've got rope. Better not lose my rope, Freya. No more freaking acrobatics. He fashions some sort of lasso. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying he's capable of this. I don't think it's a, a very dwarven thing to be able to do lassoing. He's got the lasso around his head, and he's just trying to launch it towards you. Uh, I'm just going to give that a dexterity check. He's been rolling it right lately, so eventually this is going to fall short. And now is the time for that to happen. That's <laughs> a three. Oh, no, I don't want to be left behind. This is my worst fear. As Craig starts <gasps> launching things up, you can see a rope dragging along the ground as Craig starts to fire up this tank and get you out of there. I'm running. Uh, well, you're not going to be as fast as the tank. I distract Craig by... Oh, now I'm interested in how you're going to do that. I distract Craig by flashing him. Was that? Oh, my God. You well, was that or kiss him? And I was like, going to be your new move. Yeah. Great! It's most girls' move, to be All honest. Right. Bad yeah. news. He's not interested in women. He's not even remotely oh, interested in you, in you flashing him, despite you're larger than everybody else's chest. I lean forward and I put my hand on the brake. Well, that was easy to do, wasn't it? <laughs> hey, <laughs> but I got to look. to a halt. <laughs> <laughs> you're interested. So, I'm Where's the commentator guy? <laughs> <laughs> Tragically, Freya's too busy look, having, a, having a perv now and forgets what she was there for. Uh, Freya, what would you like to do? Run! All right. Bring I'm, I'm, just for the sake of it, I'm going to let you get into the back of this thing. Otherwise, we're going to be here all night. Thank you. And I'll be you. sulky. <laughs> Did uh, you bring my rope? It's still tied on. Okay, cool. All right. And now you're off and racing again. Where's Karin? Karin, you are falling. I probably should have established that earlier. But you are falling from a window. You are hitting aspects of the roof and tumbling down the side. Give me a dexterity check to see what's happening to you. 18. Not a hell of a lot. I'm doing this very gracefully. Okay, you're tumbling, but in a in a in a free fall sort of manoeuvre. It's very it's nicely bound together. Like yeah. some, what do we call that? Like a cartwheel. Your cartwheel. It's like a floor routine for gymnasts. All right, you're, not, you're old and eighteen. It's not that good. You're not one of those people who. Yeah, but my acrobatics all is right. a billion. For no reason at all, you pulled out one of those ribbons and you're waving it through the air as you fall, <laughs> and everything's and you throw one. You know how they throw the ball in the air just so they can catch it again? Yeah. You're doing those. Well, I guess that's what all ball sports are really about. I was about to say, like, (laughs) unlike other sports. (laughs) (laughs) It's very talented. I can't do any of it. But, okay, you have succeeded in your first one. We're going backwards and forth really quickly on this. Craig is below in the pod racer. Yeah. With everybody else. Yeah. And he is clearly, they've seen you. Great. And they're going to try and catch you. I'm like, Craig, it's me, Karin. Where'd you come from? <laughs> the window. No, he's... <laughs> You're asking him where he came that's from. That's not what I said, Corey. They were your words. They were, that's true. You're that's meant to be fault. Craig. This is mostly my fault. Well, Craig sounds different. <laughs> Where'd you come from, eh? I met this guy. It was a whole thing. Okay. <laughs> Did you get his number? Um, oh, my God, his number. six successes before yeah. we get six failures as fast as we can. So yeah. you've got one success already. Craig has a success right back at you. That's two. 
13. That's a success. We're going for anything above 10, so it's 50-50s. Okay. Craig is a fail. 3 to 1. 13 again. Bloody hell. 4 to 1. Ooh, Craig fails again. 4 2. 19. Can we swap dice? That's bloody ridiculous. <laughs> so we're at 4. All I know is I'm winning. No, 5 2. Oh, 1. Ooh, critical failure. It's a double failure. I don't know what that means for sure. All right, I'm just going to put two fails down for you. So that puts it at um, yeah. 5-4. If Craig critically fails here, you are going to land next to the cart. I'll be fine. Craig <laughs> rolls a 17. Oh, nice. I'm good. Craig positions everything. You've done all the rhythmic spinning yeah. and whatever. Fallen off the last little bit uh, very poorly. It looked beautiful down, down to the last yeah. little bit. Tripped on the gutter. Uh, so Craig has over... Well, he's corrected and caught you <laughs> in the back. And Craig instantly says, You're welcome, eh? <laughs> Thanks, Craig. Yeah, no worries. Pretty good move by me. <laughs> it was a team sport, Craig. Yeah, well, sometimes. <laughs> um, and off you go, like a bullet. Karin has just landed um, awkwardly, sadly, in the... Well, yeah, it is. Mm. <laughs> she just landed. That's open to everyone's theatre of the mind. Okay, you've so. landed on Craig... This time you've used Craig's ass to land on, and he's much smaller than you, so it wasn't a comfortable landing. Uh, Craig doesn't seem to be too concerned. But now the pod is hurtling along, again, because hurtling is a great word. Mm. And now you can see behind you, Lord Caradrill has found a way to keep up. I still picture Caradrill now, because I said the thing with the tins on the back. Yes, <laughs> I just see him with strings with the tins just on the back. Just He's still annoyed. He's got this... <laughs> Soon to be married is written on his back. It was supposed to be a magnificent evening. <laughs> a magical evening. Um, but now he's out the front and some of the acolytes, uh, first of all, you see him from the window above because you've been chasing after after Karin. And so he's just doing that thing where he waves angrily from a window, his fist pounding. <laughs> and then you think you've gone, you think you're out of his way. But as you're uh, moving along throughout the, throughout the area, you leave the castle. Uh, Craig knows the way out and he gets you into sort of like a long foresty path and then you can hear the sound of who's behind you. It sounds like multiple horses getting faster and faster. Craig has this thing absolutely pumping at top speed but it may not be enough and then as you go over a rise and come down over a hill when you look back over you can see Caradraw on top of uh, a horse, a black nightmare. Oh, meatball. And you see flames coming from its nose and its eyes are still glaring. And it rises up for no particular reason, just to look cool. <laughs> That's so cool. It looks very cool. Uh, Lord Carroll's hair flows. Yeah, not interested so much in his, but... His cheekbones no. seem even higher than normal. <laughs> and now he's charging along. Um, he's getting within range. Not hurtling this time. <laughs> I know. I, know. I was like, I'll find to. a way. I'll find a way. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to open up hurtling with thesaurus right here. You know what I am? I'm going to do this for the rest of this fucking episode. <laughs> he is within range of you. Ladies, what would you like to do? Remember who you are, Meatball. You hear, but nothing else. Wait, well, they, I can't speak to animals. Are they behind no. us or? They're behind you. I am going to get my boomer axe. I'm going to, you know, you can see it. I'm going to go like, whoosh, and it's going to be like, and it's gonna like be like chew, and he's gonna come off his horse, and then the accident come back to me, and then my hair's gonna be flowing. I'm gonna catch it without even looking. I'll just be looking dead at him while he falls off the horse, and then like insert some kind of witty pun like Buffy would do. You realize this time? I mean, you've seen this already happen today when 
Freya through her sword and it just clanged to the ground. You realise this may not come back. Do you have your sword? Yeah. She went back for it. I went it. back for it. But what are you going to do if it drops? You know, I don't mind. Let's find out. Uh, give me a d20 and let's see what happens for the attack first. This is your throwing attack. Oh, fuck. It's four. Uh, it doesn't hit him, which might work out for you because it, it doesn't go anywhere near him, really. Yeah. It goes flying past him like a warning shot. At least I'm sure that's what you're telling him it is. But it really misses by a good mile. Now let's find out if it comes back. What did you roll? <sighs> Tell me. You did not. I fucking did. It wedges into a tree behind me. Shit. That was priceless. And unique, yes. <laughs> Holy crap, you just threw your oh, weapon away. I thought it would work. I usually <laughs> think. <laughs> oh, usually... no. And that is where we end our episode. Oh, my God, we might as well. Well, might as well just think about the whole show. We could also, yeah, might just end the series at that. The end. I broke my weapon in half. You almost threw yours away. You did throw yours away. This is why you can't have nice things. I just don't even know what to do from here. You've just lost the ability to recall your axe. He's now wedged in a tree. Okay. Do I still have a move or is that it? Uh, that You definitely have a move. Okay, I'm jumping off the back. It's unique and priceless. I'm sorry, I have to. How many times has Freya ditched us for another family member? I Honest would, to God. I would definitely do this She too. would so do the same. Yeah, I'm with her. Yeah. Sorry, guys, I'm jumping off the back. You keep going. I'll catch up, maybe. <laughs> I'll catch up, maybe. No, I'm going to get my axe and I'm going to push Kedril off the horse. I'm going to jump off the horse and then I'm going to chase his over there. Don't worry, I've got it. All right, I'm off the horse. I'm off the horse. I'm off the cart. All right. But not, I didn't just like jump it off. It is behind him. You're going to have to run past him. He's going to get an attack of opportunity if you yeah, do that. Yeah, I know. That. That's okay. I'm going to do a flip. I'm doing a flip. Oh, I'm going to do a flip. And then it goes somersault, somersault, somersault. And then as I'm coming up, I just break into a run. That'd be sick. The well-known triple somersault. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut now. The execution of this. <laughs> Welcome back to the pool. Uh, the Australian is moving to the dais. I don't know what they call it. To the, to the, what do they call it? To the, no, the thing they jump off. It goes boing, boing, boing. The diving board. Yeah. But what are the taller ones called? Diving, diving boards. boards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, they're dead right. The Australian is moving to the diving board. Uh, for the record, Morrigan calls out, Karin, where are you? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Most of your character is calling out, why? <laughs> so I reckon I'm going to be standing on the... I'm actually, for the record, guys, I'm standing up right now so I can show my moves. All right. I'm standing up on the back of the pod racer. Yep. And I'm stretching like a diver would. Nice. <laughs> Arms up. She's on the edge of the platform. I'm piking. I believe, no, that's not what they call it. Yes. Up in the air. I'm piking. I Triple somersault. Triple somersault. Roll on the ground because it breaks my forward gently. And as I come out of the third somersault, I'm up. I'm running. I'm running. And Caradryl is so blown away by that magnificent 10 out of 10 dive that he doesn't even bother attacking. He's it, just in it, awe. Honestly, it'd have to be like a 20 out of 20 dive because we're going to need to see a roll. Okay. Come on, 20. It's a 17 plus yes. acrobatics. Yes. Which is, well, would we call that athletics maybe? No. We'd call it acrobatics? No. Are you sure? Yeah. What about? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, then there's plus one, so 18. Yeah, that's still pretty good. I'll take it. Uh, I mean, you know, the judges are a little bit harsh on the, on the last, you know, she should have tucked no. in a little bit further on the last uh, somersault there. No, no, uh, my pike was all off. <laughs> it was a degree out. As I could, you can I see, could feel uh, it. And you they may could say see you it. piked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you are flying past. Uh, I'm going to make him attack at disadvantage. 
because oh. he was impressed by your move, but he is getting an attack at, yeah. at disadvantage. Holy crap, you were lucky because that was a crit and the disadvantage pushed it down to a five, which means he misses. Oh. See, guys, and that is why oh, we add a little cool flair. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Why did I do that to myself? Yeah. <laughs> I would love to have you, for you to have found out how hard he can hit too. Well, I don't. I've only got 23 points. Yep. Most of those would have been gone. All right. Only 23. is <laughs> <laughs> <Morgan's> like, <laughs> Strangely, though, he is not even remotely interested in you once you've gone past. He is still trying to get to the pod racer. He can get close enough to use his gauntlet, and he's going to throw it right now at the... Pod racer or at the occupants in, inside. Now, he has to roll at disadvantage. Anyone want to tell me why? Yes. But I can't. <laughs> I think you might know. He's rolling at a disadvantage. Because he's not married. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a single man. Because he is riding Meatball. Oh. And oh, Meatball is... I'm steal Meatball. Meatball is not making it easy That's for him. That's what this game is bringing. Nice. Uh, and that has saved you again, because that's a good roll and a bad roll. And so the gauntlet slams into the back of the pod racer. It doesn't clasp on. Ladies, what would you like to do? Except for Karin, who is trying to get her axe out of a tree. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do a strength check, aren't I? You are. Yeah. How close is he? Uh, within about 20 feet. Oh, beautiful. My mage hand's going to come out now. <gasps> Yay! Uh-huh. And I'm going to pick his nose. <laughs> Actually, I went Willy. <laughs> Yeah, that's very disquieting, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. That would throw me. If I was on a horse and I got a wet wheelie, I would want to <laughs> jump off. Make it real sloppy. I know, there's, I know there's not a lot of things up your sleeves right now, but no. uh, the wet wheelie was not the first thing I would have thought of. All righty. All right. Uh, Do I have to roll for this? I don't know what we're going to roll for this. You know what? I'm going to. You don't have to roll. I can tell you that for, for free. Okay, don't worry. It's going to affect him, though. Um, a wet willy. Well, I'll be looking that up on the databases later on. What does a wet willy attack do in 5th edition? I'm going to make it a wisdom check to see if it annoys him or not. Okay. If he's wise enough to not care. Mm-hmm. Fuck. He's not, is he? I've just rolled a 1. Oh, he's so disgruntled. Yes! <laughs> oh, come on! That's good. What do we call that? A fail crit? What is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, so a critical a crit. fail. Critical fail. And a critical fail. You dumb, unwise idiot. <sighs> it hilarious. really bothers him. Maybe it bothers him because it's you. I don't know. You know what? Is it you know, the middle finger you Here's use? what I'll do. Yes. Here's why. Before we do it, what does the hand look like? Um, It's going to have that ring that the mo- my mother had. When oh, I symbolic. saw her hand. <laughs> and it's going to be the finger, middle finger. <laughs> and it's going to go in. <laughs> wow. <And laughs> That's genius. That's a real rub your nose in it for moment. Pick his nose first and wet William with oh. oh. himself. <laughs> what just happened? Yeah, in the nose, in the mouth, in the air. I mean, it's it could have been a Wow, that worked. I, 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 I scarcely believe it myself. I mean, wow, that worked. I knew it would. <laughs> Whatever happened when we left the room had zero effect, but this wet willy <laughs> has really fucked his day. <laughs> we just had to keep it simple, guys. I can't yeah. believe he had one weakness and this was it. Simple things done well. That's the key. Uh, he does come loose from the horse and falls to the ground. <laughs> He'll even take some damage. <gasps> yes. Oh my goodness! Yes. Uh oh. No. He, it wasn't a lot of damage, but he's taken some damage. You need to get your axe and get on that. I will. Horse. I will. I will. Morgan, what did you? What did you do again? Did you? I um, did nothing. Yep. I just watched in shock and awe as they antagonised probably the biggest villain we've come up against with a wet willy. <laughs> Morgan, it's your turn to beat that. <laughs> 
I don't know what to contribute at this point. <laughs> um, like, how far away is he? Uh, well, you're moving pretty quickly now. He's only just come off, so it's close to simultaneously with, um, with the wet willy. So you'd be within range for most things, but not for much longer. Um, I'm going to throw a cantrip chill touch, which despite the word touch does not require me touching them, um, because I create a ghost skeletal hand that attacks them for me. Excellent. Plus seven to hit. It's a 19 plus seven. Damn, that definitely hits. <gasps> Yay! Yes, Morgan. Nice. How much Those damage? Those hands are his weaknesses. <laughs> All right. Um, that is... <gasps> and I've got a bunch of severed hands. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to just slap, so him the, down, slap him while he's down. <laughs> the ghosts of those hands. <laughs> um, it's 2d8. Yes, Ooh. 2d8 necrotic. Necrotic? Is that the word? Yeah, necrotic damage. Mm. Five and a three. That makes eight in total. Okay, halve that. Oh, um, four. Because he is resistant to necrotic damage. Note, note, note. Something you've learned. Uh, yeah, he doesn't look quite as hurt by that What's as you think. What's necrotic damage? Uh, Itch your skin. Sort of, yeah, the sort of the damage caused by someone who is a necromancer. Uh, all, the dam- all the things that relate to the dead. Okay, oh. so bashing him with dead hands is not going to help. Well, it doesn't necessarily do A that, little bit. That will do bludgeoning damage. Oh, <laughs> that's cool. just like hitting him with some salami. Is he like his daughter dead? Is that why? I can seem to guess. He's a trillion souls. With a trillion hit Maybe points. Maybe that thing above, <laughs> that that thing is actually all the souls in him. Lord Carroll now, though, uh, gets up very quickly um, and instantly tries to get back on one of the horses. He is not interested in Karin again. He just wants to come after that cart. Whatever it is in the cart that is interesting to him oh. is more important than anything else. Is it else. me? The bride-to-be. Is it? I love a man that doesn't give up. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think, honestly... That's so horrible. Morgan, <laughs> you could do worse. Think about it. He's a king. He seems mm. really into you. He's got a really good job. Notice the repetition here. He. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do better? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's straight back on. He can't move quickly. And whatever, the, again, the horse that he got back on just doesn't seem to be making life easy for him. Love you, people. Oh, he got back on the horse already? Yeah. Oh, shit. But not being able to move very quickly. Just getting on the horse took most of his move. Karin, what would you like to do? First things first. I've got to get my axe back. That's why I got us into this mess. So <laughs> leverage is key in this. I'm going to put one foot up on the tree, both hands on the handle, and I'm just going to pull as hard as I can, and I'll do that at advantage. So much of that was... <laughs> you could if you were raging. <gasps> I'm raging. I'm fucking raging. And then I'll help you run faster. Yes, raging, raging, raging out. It doesn't do that, but it definitely gives you advantage and strength checks. So yes, rage. give me a strength check and let's see if you can. Yes, rage. 16 is my high. Two is the worry, don't worry about that. And my strength is plus three, so I got 19. That's that's good enough again. It, it, comes out, it almost comes out as though it wants to come out. Of course it does. It's my axe. Uh, as though it needs to come out. <laughs> uh, you do still, you've got your axe. I'm going to count that as an action. Um, you still have your move. Yep. So as someone who's playing this game sober tonight, my memory is on point. <laughs> and I know that we tied the rope to the back of the car, 50 foot of rope, I believe. It's a little bit less than 50 foot of rope. Because we, because the knot takes some time. No, because uh, Morrigan used part of it to um, to make a bag for so Smudge to carry the ah, potion. That's not a lot. It's fine. Okay, so approximately 50 feet. Yeah, I'm going to call it 48. And I'm so, it's, so it's still dragging along behind the pod it's racer. It's still dragging. <laughs> now, my original plan was going to be 
jump onto Meatball just for a bit of a sliding doors moment. I was going to jump onto Meatball, talk to Meatball, tell him we're going to come back for him, and then I was going to make it look like, tell him to make it look like I was being thrown off him so he wouldn't be in trouble with the horse rider. Yep. Carriage Lord Carriage Lord Carriage I think he refers. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's back on the horse now, so I think we're just going to grab that rope. I'm going to look obviously very cool doing it. We all know it's going to look like I'm wakeboarding. You know, this could be your chance to develop your own brand of arseless chaps. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's Freya's thing. <laughs> All right. So, yep. So, I've got my axe in one hand. I've got the rope in the other, hopefully. I've grabbed well, we're it. We're about to do a dex check to find out whether that happens. And I'm doing that advantage? No. You're raging. It doesn't give you any advantage on dexterity. Does it not? It does not. Only oh, on strength. Okay. You're a little too gleeful in telling me that. That's all right. <laughs> that's a 14. Plus? One. <laughs> I was going to make it a 15. 15 it is. Great. You have grabbed the rope. I won't say you've done it comfortably. It's okay. dragging rather than your standing skiing. All right. And we're back to Freya. Well, I'm not She very... of the wet willy. <laughs> yeah, hey, it worked. Um, so where is Caradriel right now? Uh, he's in between. He's on a horse. He's between you. He's between you and Karin, who is on the rope. Okay. Well, obviously I'm going to try and pull Karin in. Because that's nice. Oh, don't oh. worry about me. No, I'll do something else. I've got I'm me. Just I'm not really like, strong. No, you aren't. No, I can so pull I myself in. I don't know if that's going to work. Is Fanati strong? Can he, like... Yes. Oh, he's hell strong. He hasn't done much at this stage. He hasn't had a turn. He can do this. Um, I turn around and I say to Fanati, what the fuck are you doing? Because he's done fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I may have forgotten Fanati was there. Ooh, what do you want me to do? Pull Karin in. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Don't da- speak to me like that, young lady. <laughs> Not under my roof. <laughs> and I put the puppy dog eyes on and I say, Dad. Oh. And a tear falls from his eye. You've never called me that before. <laughs> he starts pulling on the rope. Um, you can help him if you wish. Yeah, I'll give him a hand. I'm just not very strong, but I'll try. As a help action, that will help him, though. So it'll be strength check at advantage for him. To see how much he pulls it in. Oh, take a photo of my roll. Is it two crits? It's two ones. Oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, no. How do I fuck that up? He's <laughs> just got to pull on the rope. Fanati grabs the rope and he's trying his hardest to pull it in. It almost seems like you are making it harder for him. Maybe it's because he's still got tears in his eyes <laughs> uh, because you've just caught him dad for the first time, but it has no impact. He doesn't pull the rope in at all. Maybe it's harder than you think. I mean, two ones. I love mean, that you're just trying to justify why yeah. this two very ones. strong <laughs> character can't pull someone up. Who rolls two ones? That's my third one tonight, too. So mm. I'm fine. my record. No, I didn't do them at once. Uh, jumping across to Morrigan. Hello. What do you want to do? Live to see another day. I no longer guarantee that. And, and I guaranteed I that for like three episodes, and even then I wasn't trustworthy. Yeah, I don't think you've ever guaranteed that. No, you're right, I actually haven't. <laughs> hey, Craig, where do we have a um, stop that we're going to make? Is there a plan here? I don't know where I'm going. That uh, fills me with dread. Um, just fast. We just, let's get out of here. Do you have somewhere we could go? Is there, we'd like to get to a library. Can you take us to the library? <laughs> Is this an Uber? Yeah, it's no longer Uber. Uh, Fanati calls out, Get to the docks, Craig! Sounds like a plan. I like that we have a plan. Uh, Craig sort of, um, you know, doesn't do anything new. He's still, per- you know, hurtling. Sorry, let me look up a new word. Very exciting. The words are shit. He is still rushing headlong. Yeah, the words are shit. Uh, he's, he's scrambling and tearing along the path. Mm, no. He is going quickly with speed. 
and scooting. The next word was scooting. <laughs> scooting. Scooting. I just see a dog on, you know when they scoot? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they got their like back legs That's out and their so front cute. paws pulling from because they got to... worms. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never crawled. I did that. And then I got up and walked. When you oh, had worms, really? awkward. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when I was a baby. <laughs> uh, yes, Mario, what were you doing? Not antagonizing the angry man. Um, okay, so he's he doesn't like necrotic. Well, he's good to necrotic damage. Can I throw something else at him? Is yeah. he 30 feet in range? Yeah, he's still pretty good. Oh, I'd say he's, yes, he'd be, he's still in between. He's still in between you and Karin, so yes. Okay, well, I'm going to throw an infestation at him, um, which is a constitution 15. And with your rolling, I've got a chance. Who knows tonight? All right, so he's got to beat 15 with his con. And uh, he does not. Yay! What's going on tonight? This is... Well, he's... he's he, if he gets loose, says Corey for the 10th time, he can do a lot of damage. Mm. Uh, no, what's it do to him? Um, 2d6 of poison damage? 10. 10 points of damage. He's, he doesn't even look remotely hurt. This almost looks like it doesn't bother. A death by a thousand paper cuts. <laughs> Perhaps, but he's not afraid of paper. It is his turn again, and he's going to shoot that gauntlet towards the back of the pod racer one more time. Maybe one more time. I think he's going to be successful this time, because my rolls could not suck any... Oh, it sat on that one for a while. Uh, that is actually going to get to you. He's rolled a total of 22. Gauntlet that shoots out from him is attached by a chain. Karin would know that she's seen it before. Mm -hmm. It shoots out from his hand like a replaced hand. It is now wrapped around your neck and is trying to pull you off the back of the pod racer. You will need to do a strength check to break free of the grapple. Mm. Let's have a look at your strength check. His wasn't that big. But he really wants to take you home tonight. <laughs> Three minus one. You are ripped from the back of the pod racer and you find yourself being pulled back towards him slowly as the gauntlet retracts. This is creepy. While choking, I'm going to say, I do not, I do not. Because the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll yell out, I object! <laughs> <laughs> I object. He's doing the bit from Princess Bride. You know, <sighs> say man and wife! Man and wife! <laughs> Karina, it's your turn. I'm still on the end of this rope, aren't I? You are. Okay, so if I'm scooting along a rope and a line is attached to a chain, yep. what are my chances of trying to break that chain with my axe? Oh, oh. I'd love to see it, but it's going to be very difficult uh, with you being dragged along, so it would be a disadvantage. Okay, but... But I would love to see it. <laughs> I'm going to try and chop this chain, which would be cool if it worked because that... You've tried so many cool things lately that haven't come off, so it's you, you are so due. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Okay, well, I tried. Uh, that is a six and a four. That was all bad. And as you go past and hit the chain, the axe just kinks right off the side of it and doesn't quite cut through. But you are now level with Lord Keradral, uh, who is riding a horse. You are both about 20 to 30 feet behind. Some would call it 25 feet uh, behind the pod racer. It's Fanati's turn. And Fanati is going to try and pull on that rope again. I'm so sorry about what happened last time. I'm just a little tired. I got the crap beaten out of me before. Uh, and he's a bit more successful. So, Karin, you're getting closer and closer. <laughs> you're going one way and Morrigan is going the other. You're just passing each other. I have a chance of grabbing the rope on my way up. This chain on my way up. 
Because you're pulling me, can't I just grab that and try and pull him too? Probably if you hadn't tried to hit it, yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Freya. Oh, I don't know. This is quite the challenge. Because I'm out of... You can throw your sword again if you'd like. Yeah, I don't really know about that. <laughs> um, I wish I had a bow and arrow. Just in the chest, back in the ship, in episode one that you forgot to look inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just saying. Yep. That would have come in really handy right now. Um, I don't know. What should I do? Guys, what should I do? Okay, great. This is a collab. All right. Where are you, hun? In the back of the I'm pod I'm in racer. the pod what? Just doing sweet fuck nothing. Yeah. Can you see the dock? Are we close? Um, yes, I can. Wow. Perception check <laughs> before we find out whether you know what's going on. <laughs> the lies, children. The lies. What'd you roll? Uh, a 10 plus 2. 12? Uh, there are no signs that the dock is nearby. Oh. <laughs> It's just right. trees and hills and so forth. It could be, but it is, also there are no signs. Can I use my sneak attack? <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the road? On, on They've Fnati, done a 360. Perhaps. Yeah, we're way back where we started. <laughs> on Craig. <laughs> um, okay, I will put, pull on the rope. All right. 16 plus... It's not a plus. It's a... <laughs> I was getting there. It's a minus one, so it's I got It's still 15. good enough. It's still good enough. Karin, you, you are getting closer and closer. It's hurting like hell as you get dragged along. Morrigan, you are up next, dragging towards Keradril. He is smiling at you. I smirk. Just with one corner of my mouth. Wink at him and miss you step back into the cart. That's hot. <laughs> he agrees. <laughs> this in no way makes him think anything less of you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you appear right back in the pod racer again. I regret giving you Misty Step because you've used it so well since you've had it. I'm also going to promptly like lay as flat as possible so that can't happen again. Excellent. Uh, you will have an extra plus two to your armor class while you are in cover. Ah, oh, nice. Something you can always do, people. I just haven't really mentioned it. I was going to say, this is the first time we've ever heard of this. And <laughs> yeah, we've done a usually, lot of hiding. We haven't had opportunities necessarily to uh, to uh, duck down behind things that were above us and so forth. So there are rules for that. In fact, if you were low enough, you could have more. But I'd say at this stage, it's not that big. And there's all, you know, quite a few if you're trying to be in there. There are four of you in there and you're trying to get one more. Uh, speaking of one more, as soon as he sees you do that, Caradral changes his attention now and thinks, well, if I can't get you, I can get the other one that's closest. And that is Karin. He retracts his gauntlet, which, when it's empty, he can do that as a bonus action. Uh, then he launches it again, but this time at Karin. Oh, duck. Do I get a dexterity? Nope. You might get a strength check if he gets you, though. This is just to see if he hits. So he has rolled, uh, he's rolled a 14. What's your armor class? 12. Oh, he doesn't miss. I can only picture this now. You are hanging by a rope on one side, and his gauntlet is around your neck. And he's got you. You are, bo- you are off the ground. Oh, yep. Just like strung out between the rope behind the pod racer and him only just grappling around your neck. You don't have a free hand. You've got one holding onto the rope, one holding onto your axe. Maybe she flexes her neck that much. <laughs> <laughs> it just pops the hand a off. quick neck flex. Advantage on strength. You have an advantage on strength checks. But you don't have a free hand. So I'm going to make a disadvantage oh, okay. of that. So it cancels out. All right, it cancels out, so you're just going to get one dice roll. All All right, right. I'm rolling for strength. 17. Nice. Plus three. That's a 20. 20. Unnatural 20. An unnatural 20. An unnatural, yet equally as valued (laughs) as 20. It is. Not equally valued as the actual 20 he rolled. I rolled my first crit. 
Oh. This game's going to go all fucking night. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that nasty. Yeah, righto. All right. Uh, you are just hanging in the air between those two things. But it is now your turn. Okay. But he has you. He does. I've got nothing. Like, I've got no animal changes either. I'm just thinking what I do have is heat metal. You what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have heat metal, but it doesn't have to be the chain that I heat. I can just... How, what's its range? 60 foot. Did you heat his armour? Yeah. Fuck. That's great. That? That's massive. Oh, let's do that then. <laughs> <laughs> and I do believe those little tins on the back of his. <laughs> I'm going to hit his cans. Hit his cans. Love a man with a hot can. Um, cool. So, do you want me to read out what it does? I think so. I haven't used it before. I didn't even know you had it. Oh, yeah. Surprise. I got it. <laughs> um, okay. Choose a manufactured metal object, such as a metal weapon or a suit of heavy or medium metal <laughs> armour that you can see within range. So yes. See. Check. You cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes 2d8 fire damage when you cast a spell. Does that mean mean meet Bill Will too? Uh, I could. He's already dead. <laughs> Until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to cause this damage again. What are you going to do? You want to heat? You want to heat his helmet or something? I was thinking about heating the chain, then I backed out of that because I thought the chain would burn me. But in actual fact, it won't because the chain is not what's around my neck. It's the gauntlet. That's, yep. And if you as hate the we gauntlet, all know, a gauntlet looks like a what? Hand. A hand. And what does Karin <laughs> love collecting? Hands. Hands. <laughs> so what we can do <laughs> You can now dress up your hands. Heat, yeah. Wait, what do, you, what, do you, what do you want to do? I want to heat the chain because then it's going to give him 2d5 damage and then I get bonus turns on all my turns and I can <sighs> just heat with my axe be like, Rah, because that would have to weaken it, wouldn't it? That's what heat does to metal. I, again, you know, I love some forged in fire, so yes, that would weaken the metal. Okay. Uh, I don't think he's going to take damage because he's a fair distance away from the chain. Yeah. Since we're moving the attack component, and since you, I can see the logic in this, let's remove the attack part, and I'll count this as just the bonus action part, which means you will still have your attack. Actually? Yeah. Do I, do I have to roll? Yes, you have to successfully hit this chain. And you've missed this chain before, so I'm... Okay, you know. all right. What am I rolling? Just normal dice? One, uh, one or two? Because I'm raging. Yeah, I'm going to let you have the advantage on that as well. 13's my highest. Plus an attack. My Melancy axe attack? Yes. Okay, so 13 plus 6, 19. Come on. 19. That metal is going to be so weak. It's glowing red hot. It's soft. His armor class is 19. Yes. It goes. And yes. It's the only it's how the rule works. It goes on his yes. armor class. So yes, yes, you have cut through the chain. <laughs> oh, <got> the <laughs> it doesn't even stop gripping onto your. You're neck. just wearing his necklace now. That's fine. Now it's an accessory. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Um, he jerks back because I mean, who would not be expecting that? There's a lot of lot of force at play here uh, and he jerks back and Meatball takes that same opportunity to uh, to knock him loose again although to make it try and look like it wasn't intentional <laughs> so he's falling down the pod racer spins away just looking up more words for hurtling <laughs> this is why I stuck with hurtling because the next one was spurts yeah the pod racer <laughs> spurts away 
and no one is excited by that. Uh, the, the pod racer bursts through out of these trees now. Karina's still flying on behind with a, a gauntlet still latched locked. onto you, yep. locked onto you. Still quite painful. It's not let go. I mean, I don't know how we're going to get this thing off yet, but that's a whole new problem. I guess we all forgot I had heat metal, huh? We could have, could have used that a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> <Love it. laughs> that's new. Nice. In the distance, you can see the ocean or the water. Fanati says, this is the Bay of Wales. Oh, book, book, book. Oh. That's the book. I'm going to get the book. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. While you were being chased at hectic speeds, so you were like, everybody, shut up and listen to the book. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, we've got time to sit down and listen. All right, I'm going to ask the guide to Kaylee. What's the go with the Bay of Wales? All right. <laughs> I didn't expect this, but I do just have a list of places now. Here we go. Hi. I'm Elsie, and I'm the voice of the Hitchhiker's Guide to Kaylee. Please state the precise name of your destination. The Bay of Wales. Welcome to the Bay of Wales. Each year, thousands of tourists come to the Bay of Wales to see the, um, Wales. I mean, you had to expect that, didn't you? But this isn't just about looking at whales and certainly not hunting them, which stopped centuries ago when everyone suddenly realised that whales were sentient and incredible healers, capable of fixing all sorts of ailments, from curses to ingrown hairs. They are marvellous, excellent bedside (laughs) manner. So take a number, grab a slightly uncomfortable chair, Read something from the supply of decade-old National Kalia graphics and have a whale check that weird coloured mole. It looks funny. Yeah, you know the one. <laughs> They've got excellent bedside. <laughs> In the distance now, or getting closer, I, I guess I could say, uh, is the, the side, the dock to the side of the Bay of Wales. But where I guess you would now expect to see lots of boats, you only see one. You see lots of signs saying there are tours of the bay uh, to see the whales, to, to be healed by the whales, but there's just one boat there. Uh, Fanati calls out, That's the one! That boat! When you get on board, tell them Fanati sent you. No, no. No, no. I'm sick of losing people. You're coming with us. What? What? You tell me you got something better to do. I've got to make Your sure you statue. don't get caught. So good. Come on, get the boat, man. Uh, behind you, Caradryl rides atop a beast, but for some reason, he can't seem to catch up. Oh, strange. We love you, Meatball. We love you, Meatball. We're sorry, Meatball. Thanks, MB. <laughs> there is just one boat sitting at the end of the dock. Uh, Craig pulls up and says, get out. No, he doesn't. He goes, get out, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Forgot which one he was. Everyone get on the boat. Get on the boat. Uh, grab the, the two stubborn men by the back of their shirts and drag yeah, them along with us. The, yeah, you're right. Yeah, let's scuff that get the fucking boat. You're definitely not strong enough to make both of them do that. Well, I, I'm strong, so I'm going to... You definitely it. are. I'm grabbing both of them. Uh, Craig resists. Hey, I'm not going with you, eh? Why, Craig? Because he's going to kill you. I'm just going to keep going. I'm just going to go the other way, okay? You keep going that way. I'll go this way and he'll leave me. All right? You know what, Craig? That's a fair point. No, that's fair. Look, you've done enough. All right, Craig, thanks for your help. And he looks at, he looks at Fanati for a second to say, Are you sure you don't want to come with me, mate? Because, I mean, these girls... And then he looks at Fanati and thinks... Actually, you're screwed too. I'm just going to get in and off I go. Okay? Lovely meeting you. Thank you. You fucked up my life. Wait, Craig, before you go, show me a tattoo. Uh... He stops uh, somewhat nervously. What do you want that for? 
just in case we need you, it might be good to actually have a line of communication open. Uh, he hesitates. Um, he looks around, and Keridal's close, by the way. Like, he's at the top of that hill getting ready to come down, so he's getting ready to get out of here. But he pulls back a, a sleeve, and he shows you his arm. Excellent. Uh, can I write it down somewhere? Don't I have one of those, like, notepad things in my... Like, didn't I say I have a fanny pack a little while ago because I was making <laughs> observations pretty, of Freya? I'm pretty sure you said something about having some places to write things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you can do that. Uh, you need to do it quickly, though, because uh, Craig's ready to get out of here. He's gone. But I am efficient at this. Squiggle, 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 <laughs> done. And then he Craig, drives when off. we're royals again, we won't forget this. <laughs> he is gone. We are knighting that guy, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the boat itself is actually preparing oh. to leave. I'll write that down for later when we get to the end of at this show. Knight Craig. Craig. Sir Craig. Yeah. The boat is preparing to leave. It's sitting in what seems to be a very calm-looking bay isn't the best looking boat you've ever seen. It's run down, but in the distance on the hill coming down to the city, you see Caradral riding on top of that nightmare. It bucks for a moment as if to kick him off, but it actually ends up looking even more impressive. Like it's just, you know, the thing where they, when it kicks back and the person doesn't fall off? Love that. It does that. Uh, and lightning strikes his sword, Freya style. Oh, oh nice. Hot. He's stealing my move. <laughs> Is Craig He's still very attractive, He's I should very point attractive. out. Very attractive. I think we can all agree on that. Karin's <laughs> like, maybe we should give him a chance. <laughs> Guys, Has he been that bad? You know how hard it is to find a good-looking guy with a good job? <laughs> <laughs> and he's held this job for 400 years. <laughs> Craig spelled A-I-G? I think Craig is actually spelled C-R-E-G. Yeah, that's yeah. how I spelled Craig. it. Almost like Craig. Very important questions. Caradril is furious, but stays in the distance. He's not a fan of water. Interesting. And then the boat leaves and chugs out into the bay. Toot, toot. <laughs> Could a whale heal us? Maybe. I would like to throw both my middle fingers at Caradril. Sincerely, fuck you, and I reject your proposal. <laughs> <laughs> it's over, Kendrill. <laughs> Kendrill. Kendrill. What's his name? Caradril. That town got all of our names wrong, so you know what? We owe them one. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Kendrill. Leave I that in. I thought it was Kendall. Dumb idiot. Kendall works for me. He's over Kendall. You look too handsome. Uh, <laughs> is there anyone on the boat? Yes. There's a crew. There's two people on board the boat. I know who they are. Who are they? This is interesting to me. (laughs) Who are they? Pray tell, Loot. Dutch and Loot. Wouldn't that have been an interesting coincidence? And it isn't. No, it is absolutely not. No. Uh, But you just just help the audience realise that you don't listen to the show because they know where Dutch and Loot are. Uh, Do they? Yeah, they do. Do not harm the little one said one of the voices beyond the fog. Loot and Darkon had still not seen the faces of the beings that had captured them. They had moved with such speed, such unbridled power and energy. Without their powers, Darkon felt resisting would have proffered unnecessary pain. They had nowhere to fly, and so, to protect Loot, they bowed. In the chaos that followed, only Kuzo had slipped aside. Ethereal binds held them now, lifted them from the library floor and tangled around wrist, foot and neck. The voice from beyond the fog called again. Titan, it bellowed, and the shackles gripped until the air could no longer escape from Darkon's neck. Release, it called, the fog briefly parting as the voice pierced through. It was Loot who began to understand their plan, or at least part of it. 
They don't want you dead, Darkon. Or they'd have killed you by now. Nor do they want me harmed. No, this pain is for another reason. They're sending someone a message. I think I know who, thought Darkon. Oh, let's have a long rest. Yeah, we're going to go to sleep and have On a long boat? rest. Yeah. yeah. We'll get a little bit of time to rest. You haven't seen anybody. You see one guy scuttling around the outside, undoing ropes and getting things moving. Uh, and then you know that it looks like at the top of the boat, there's a little uh, captain's little hut. And then you hear a voice come over, what appears to be some sort of magical loudspeaker. Hi, I'm Dwayne from Lawful Stupid, a D&D podcast. Ooh, Lawful Stupid! And I play the tour guide on the Bay of Wales. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for joining us on our maiden voyage across, um... Hey, Frank, we really need to update this script. Just read it, Jonah. Where was I? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, on our 53rd maiden voyage across the Bay of Wells. You know, some people ask me why it's called the Bay of Wells, and it really reminds me that I should have worked harder at school, and clearly, so should have they. <laughs> My name is Daisy. Ugh. Frankie! It still says Daisy! I mean, come on! She's been gone for years! She's come back, you know! Fine! My name is Daisy, and I'll be your guide for the next 12 years of your life, or until the sea swallows you whole. Whatever comes <laughs> first. Now, let's do a little housekeeping. The toilets are behind you, but if those are busy, just point whatever delivery system you have over a rail, make sure you aim away from the wind. Secondly, if you are the owner of the leather bag full of gold coins that was found near the starboard portholes, good news, we found your leather bag. <laughs> I kid. I kid because I love. We kept the bag too. Anyway, we're going to have a whale of a time out here today. <laughs> Everything will be just fantastic, and if everyone follows the rules, no one will have to walk the plank. Turn. Yeah, the plankton. <laughs> I said it. Right. You can't charge people money for this. Just read it. Don't forget the disclaimer. Uh, thank you for traveling with Frank and Daisy's big ocean adventure tours. Please don't try to ride the whales. They're sentient and not into that sort of thing. <laughs> don't stick pens or other paraphernalia in their blowholes. Frank and Daisy's big ocean adventure tours are not liable for any adult or child swallowed whole, tail swapped, or rendered mindless by a sonic whistle. Should the vessel you are currently floating in cease to float, please find your own way home. Also, there will be no refunds. Frankie Daisy's big ocean adventure tours. Oops, you have an excellent day, and don't worry, nothing fishy is going on here. <laughs> <laughs> nothing fishy is <laughs> So what was his name? Because it wasn't Daisy. Frank and not Daisy. Oh, lawful stupid. Yeah. That's awesome. I finally got to have them on here in some way. <laughs> now I want to be on time. theirs. Oh. Tell them I'll do a voice. I will I will let them know. Uh, the tour guide leaves the room and you chug off towards setting sun on a bay. And that is where we end this episode. And we go to sleep. And that is where we end this episode. We need long rests with full I'm hit points. I'm sure you would love to have a long rest. We're not asleep, are we? You're not asleep yet. Oh, motherfucker. All right. Play the song. do 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 don't worry about them. I'm sure they'll be fine. It's just a sudden ending. It happens all the time. So maybe there's danger or just a clever line. 
Right?